guess what? Whatever you thought treating mental health was really like is all wrong. And that's why we're talking about natural solutions for mental health. Hi, I'm Dr. Roseanne, and I'm a mental health trailblazer. Join me as we have real conversations about real solutions to kids and families' problems. And today, we're talking about natural solutions that are science-backed for mental health to treat everything from ADD, autism, anxiety, concussions, depression, you name it. Let's dive in. everybody, Dr. Roseanne here. And today we're going to talk about natural therapies for kids that are struggling. If your child is struggling with ADHD, OCD, pants, pandas, social anxiety, you name it, there is a therapy that can help our kids. And we often don't really think about natural therapies. Some people do right out of the gate, but most of the people find me, Dr. Roseanne, in our center in Ridgefield, Connecticut, and we work with people in person and virtually all over the world, which is pretty cool. They find me when they've gone down a lot of roads. They've tried this therapy and that therapy and this medication and that medication. And they finally decide to really do a Google search and say, you know, what else could I be doing? What's some research behind whatever clinical issue or symptom your child has and they find me right and you know maybe they found my book it's going to be okay and which really breaks down all the research behind all of these therapies and you know we hear the word natural and we think woo woo i'm here to dispel that myth i'm here to tell you this stuff is the shizzle it works you know i in the daughter of Italian immigrants, been using holistic therapies as part of my practice as a psychologist and a therapist and a mom, right? My whole entire life, really my upbringing led towards that. But, you know, I was traditionally trained and in my traditional training, it was like, you have a problem. 30 years ago, it was like, you talk to somebody and then you try meds. Now it's you try meds and then maybe you talk to somebody, right? We can't even find anybody. And, and here's what we know, right? We talked about in the last episode, the stress activation of the nervous system and how it gets into this hyper state and can't come down and how your child or you, right? This is adults too, can't process language the same way. They can't take action. They certainly can't pay attention. This is physiology, okay? This is not purposeful. And so the therapies I love, remember my magic juju is calm that nervous system down, new learning equals change, right? And change doesn't happen overnight. And we have to stop the belief of the magic wand. I'm going to pull out my magic wand, everybody. We have to stop the belief. That's a Dr. Rowe now. And because this is not going to help us, right? And we're going to talk in our next episode about belief and hope and the power of our mind, because there's some pretty amazing things that can help create this change for our families and our kids. But let's talk about these natural therapies. So I always have done homeopathy and supplements and there's just lots of choices in there. And I think they're great. And I think they're really helpful in a time when kids have a lot more genetic mutations. And I'll talk about genetic mutations in another episode, but you certainly can get my book. It's going to be okay. But I'm going to talk about my favorite 
therapy, <laughs> which is neurofeedback. And we're going to go into a little bit about it, but I always want to start nerdy brainy stuff with Dr. Rowe, the research. So tens of thousands of research studies, 3000 peer reviewed studies, 50 plus years old. So let's just start with that before we decide, you know, we really say, is this something that's going to help my child? Let's talk about the research behind it. It's used for basically everything from pain, anxiety, ADD, lots and lots of research with kids with ADHD because they're just so easy to measure. But let's talk about what neurofeedback is really, really simply. Okay. So you're using technology to regulate the nervous system. Okay. And remember all clinical conditions are about a dysregulated nervous system. So when we regulate that nervous system, the clinical symptoms go down, right? So it regulates your nervous system, but neurofeedback goes to the next level. It actually changes brain waves and it changes areas of dysfunction in the brain, but it also changes how the brain talks to itself. And those are the neural networks and particularly conditions like ADD, autism, they have a real disruption in their neural networks, which is why a lot of times they're just not responsive to medications. But the neural networks I see when I do QEG brain maps, which let me see the brain and get a visual representation of exactly what's going on in the brain. And then I make a protocol. If people are far away, I do a brain check. I can do statistical averages and you can really get a sense of what's going on in the brain in a different way. And I did that for probably seven or eight years before I did QEG brain maps. But these are ways to measure first then treat. Novel concept in mental health. (laughs) I'm all about measurement and I don't just use QEG and brain check data. I also do things like Likert scales because we want to check to see where improvement is. But neurofeedback regulates the nervous system. How do you do that? If you can imagine you're in front of a computer screen and that's what we use, the technology we use, you're getting reinforcement from the computer, you're hooked up to the computer. The computer is measuring your brainwave activity and you're going to get reinforced every time you produce a healthy combination of brainwaves. And you're like, what do you mean, Roseanne? Right? Well, here's how it works. You're hooked up. You're going to watch a movie or a show and that show won't play unless you get this healthy combination. Well, guess what? Your subconscious brain wants that movie to play so badly. In two to three seconds from the first time you are hooked up, it will instantaneously produce this healthy combination of brainwaves. So just like you jump on a treadmill and you start walking and you're moving your legs, it's great. It's a workout. You had a nice workout, but you need to do it a lot to really build the muscle. And it's the same thing with neurofeedback. So people typically do two or three 30-minute sessions a week. Most people are doing 40 or more sessions in order to really create that lasting change. And the research says as far out as 10 years, we see that people are sustaining the change. How cool is that? Remember, medications only work when you're on them. They don't flip the brain into a healthy response, but neurofeedback creates a lasting change. It's a lasting solution. Wow. No research to ever show that there's any negative side effects. Does your child struggle to complete tasks or they can't stay focused enough to finish their homework or get anything done? Or maybe they're super fearful and moody. This may leave you questioning if your child has ADHD or something else like a learning problem, anxiety, depression, or OCD. 
Well, I've created a quick quiz that will tell you if it's ADHD or something else. Text the word quiz to one three alert more to take my free quiz so you can get to the bottom of what's going on and the right solutions. That's text the word quiz to one three alert more. What it does is it takes your brain from a dysregulated, unhealthy state, whether that's showing obsessions and compulsions, you're showing difficulty with executive functioning and work completion, you're ornery and snarky, it's going to tone you down and soften it. The next part of that, of course, is always learning, right? So neurofeedback is one thing, and then psychotherapy and coaching is another thing. And that's where you learn new ways to respond. We're going to be talking a lot more about different types of psychotherapy. There's so much more than talk therapy and psychotherapy. It's got to be the right treatment in the right time in the right order, which is why I love doing brain checks and QEG brain maps, because it gives us data about what people need based on their brain dysregulation. And where is the brain dysregulated? So if we know your frontal lobes aren't working, we know you're not capable of doing certain things. If they are working, we know you're capable of doing certain things. So we take the guesswork out and we say, okay, Joey can do this. Amy can't do this. So let's use what they can do to improve that. And so it comes from real data about the brain. It's pretty amazing. It's been life-changing. I'd say 50% of the time people come to me thinking they have ADHD. 50% of the time they don't. It's something else. And so we can really get to that underlying root cause. We can really create some amazing change and some things for clients can understand how their brain works, what they're capable of, and what they need to do to create change, which is pretty awesome. So we talked about how neurofeedback works. Let's talk about its cousin, biofeedback, and how neurofeedback and biofeedback are different. And biofeedback is learning how to conscientiously control one of your autonomic functions, your breath work learning your control your breath, learning how to control your heart rate, your skin temperature. I mean, you know, there's just so many things that you can do to regulate that nervous system. It helps to get you in a parasympathetic state and you're just using your conscious brain where neurofeedback is that subconscious. We're reinforcing what's really running the show, which is your subconscious. And that's why it's so powerful. It works at this level where you don't have to think about it. Biofeedback is pretty amazing. It's a really easy, accessible tool that's not terribly expensive. And it is definitely something that I like to use, even though I started using it with my kid when he was about two and a half. I do like to use it with older kids who really can take the most out of it. So I definitely recommend that. So I'm going to leave you with a question people ask me. How do I know neurofeedback can help my kid or any of these resources? We're going to talk more about different types of therapy. Neurofeedback can pretty much help anybody. Is it the best tool for you? It may or may not be. And I dive into my book. It's going to be okay. We're going to talk about a lot of different ways neurofeedback is used. And it's going to be okay, but it is a safe tool. Remember, it creates lasting change over time. It is not an overnight thing. Don't do 10 sessions and say, I don't see change. Most people take 15 to 20 sessions to really see change that you're seeing, let's say, 
15 to 20% of the time, right? Maybe it's more than that. Maybe it's an up and down, but you're really starting to see some consistency somewhere around 15 to 20 sessions. And even in moderate case of ADHD is doing 40. There are providers all over the world, amazing providers all over the world. What I want to say is what people often ask, why should I go to you, Dr. Rowe? We do neurofeedback virtually with people all over the world. It's a science and an art. And so people come to me because I have worked with thousands of people using neurofeedback in my specialty as kids. So it's an awesome tool. I want you to consider it. I want you to be aware of it. It is often referred to as a game changer for people that use it. It's an amazing, amazing tool. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Stay on for the next one. And hopefully you'll listen to, we're going to talk about hope and belief and how it can be instrumental in changing your family life and your child's life. Parenting is hard and there are so many ups and downs. Just know that no matter what is going on with your kid and your family, it's going to be okay. Okay.